0: Hi, this is Homalara. Today is June 21st, 2020. Today's subject is decoding life. Once upon a time, we were all kids and we were growing up. Our parents had all the authority. There was environment around us. We really didn't understand the environment, but we lived in it. We try to figure out every single thing to see what it was, what it was made of, how it works. The world seems like this machinery to us that everything is just, it's independent entity that it works on its own. There are buildings around us, somebody built them. There are um, companies, big companies, somebody built them. There are people living their life, they have things, somehow they're getting them. There were simple individuals around us and complex individuals around us and angry individuals around us and beautiful individuals around us. And we looked at all of them and all of the things around us in awe. We were kids, we couldn't really figure it out. We couldn't really, decode anything but we were trying even as kids we were trying to figure things out I remember my brother my little brother trying to open up this radio and trying to see what's inside the radio and he would spend hours just undoing the radio and then putting it together and he wanted to see what was inside the radio and i was curious about other things i was curious about the mind of people why do they act like this why do they think like this why did this person go here and did this so as a as a kid i was just curious in my environment and for some reason i felt really strange in my environment as a kid i've always felt strange i was very quiet all the time because nothing around me really made sense it was more like there was a film playing you know people did what they did and there was no obvious reasons for why they were doing what they're doing almost like i needed explanations from my parents and from my surrounding as to why we are here what are we doing we wake up we do this and then we go to sleep We eat, we sleep, we go places, but this is life, so I heard from people, this is how life is, but still I was not satisfied, I was, I kept moving forward in life, even as a kid, I kept moving forward in life and kept asking the questions and then trying to answer the questions on my own. And for some reason, I knew that nobody had all the answers. So if I asked somebody about the stars, about the moon, about why the sun comes out, why the water is what it is, nobody had the answer. Who is God? No one had the answers. But the life was going to keep going and the difficulties around us were coming at us in different shapes and forms. And it was like our job to solve and resolve every single obstacle that come to us, but it never made sense to me. Why do we have obstacles? Why do we have bacteria that we have to keep cleaning in our life so we won't get sick? I mean, why do we have these difficulties? That was the question. I walked around with a question mark as a kid and I barely got any answers from anybody. And I had to walk forward in life and just trust my instincts and trust what was in front of me and blindly follow my faith. And my faith brought me on my own independently because when other people made decisions that I knew were not on my behalf any good, I realized that I'm surrounded by people who are not thinking um, critically, who are not thinking emotionally, who are not thinking on behalf of me. And even as a kid, I knew that the right thing to do is to walk away from what is happening in my life. And I walked away for the bigger and better life for the independent life, for my own answers, for my own questions. And my quest brought me to another land. It was a long flight coming to in America. But the minute I arrived here, I realized that everything is different. The whole area is different. The way people are, it's different. Um, bigger highways, big places. And as a kid, I was really, I was a teenager and I was really fascinated by everything I saw. It was like in the middle of the street, I'm standing and there's cars going by and I'm looking them go back and forth. And I'm in awe of what I see because I'm a kid and people are already living their life. People already have things. So the next goal was to figure out how to build the life, how to make things happen. My point is that as kids, we don't know our surrounding, but we are born with a question. We're born with instincts. And we're born with a certain knowledge. What the world is trying to tell us and what we know, we try to figure it out. We try to mash things. We try to undo things. And my path led me to a very independent life where I kept asking the question and kept figuring out the situation. And every obstacle that came to me, I had to undo that obstacle and figure it out for myself and undo the problem and because it was causing difficulty in my life whether it was building a career or meeting people and communicating with them or figuring out why people are acting the way they're acting or answering the bigger question what is god i kept undoing all these obstacles and all these puzzles and it has brought me to this point where just recently in the 2020, the biggest puzzle is begin to come undone. The life that we call in our surrounding, the life in the world, the way people were living. There were different countries and everybody was living and traveling and um, being happy and spending money and marrying each other and divorcing each other and relationships and Different groups of people, some do these things, some do the right things. Some are righteous and some are not righteous. Some are violent and some are not violent. The bad things in our environment, I was observing all of it and I was still standing in the middle of it because I didn't want to connect with any of it. And the reason why is because my question to find God was still unanswered in a lot of ways even though i have prayed and i connected with god and i communicate with god and miracles happen in my life the question is still remain the question that why are things happening the way they are happening i mean there is there another way for things to happen don't we kind of go along with situations we see poverty around us and we just simply walk away from it and we don't really concern with it it's not really our job we walk away from homeless people we walk away from people who are in need who are in need and it's a normal behavior for us but not for me not as a kid and not as an adult it was never a normal behavior for me to walk away from something that i see I had to see it, I had to examine it, I had to solve it, you know, and I try to solve problems for friends left and right. I try to solve all the puzzles and help them smooth out their life, undo the problem. And I really believed in my heart that everything can be undone. Every obstacle can be uh, dealt with and every puzzle can be undone. You just have to give it time. You just have to think. You have to be patient. And you have to not rush into it. But instead examine it. Resolve it. And I examine the complexity of human mind uh, in people. That it tends to go back to what it knows. It tends to go back to what it practices. But... The real intelligence was not really around me. I mean, why does it go back and forth? That's not intelligence. The complexity would be into something going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and still looking for its meaning, and then asking the question and still Finding complexity inside a situation, but dealing with it and flowing with it. I'm talking about any thought, anything, any obstacle, any person that come across us. um, Anything that we deal with. We don't simply just look at it as black and white, but we look into the complexity of it. I had a mind like that. I've always had a mind like that where no matter if it's a person if it's a situation or if it's a complex emotion or some be- something's behavior i always try to undo it i always try to figure out the complexity of it and i find myself going inside it and almost getting lost into it to find the answers that was my way of living so it's almost like you fall into a black hole and you don't really have answers because you're going inside the black hole and they by the way they found the black hole scientists in the 2020 century 21st century found the black hole they know where it is and everything tends to just go there and disappears and nobody knows the end of it nobody knows where it's going so just to see this situation in front of us there's complexity of life that we do not understand but yet we walk around on this planet as if we know something we don't know anything about this planet we haven't even dig a hole in our backyard to see what's going to happen inside it we're not allowed you know so and the people who have that freedom the geologists who who do the research? You know, they have the freedom to examine the soil and to go inside the earth and dig out things. They do it for the research sake and they probably come up with their answers, more than answers. And then we learn from that, and mostly we learn from Google. Google teaches us everything, Google asks us everything, Google has all our information. That's another subject. Anyways, Things becoming undone around here. How is it possible? I never thought that it was possible, that every single thing that I've been so curious about and was so complicated and I really couldn't figure them out, they will all of a sudden begin to come undone. Our whole environment begin to come undone and all because of one virus that spread through the whole world, COVID-19. That one virus that spread made everything, all our complexity of life, come to a full pause for a while, for the amount of at least two months. The world stands still. It's unheard of. You never imagine that the world can stand still. But people made many, many documentaries and they took pictures and they, took, they clocked out the time where all the cities are paralyzed at the same time. All the countries are shut down at the same time. It was once upon a time, you see something like this once in your life and your lifetime that the whole world will come to a pause at the same time because the whole world was operating on its own timing on its own culture and on its own way you could not say that paris is going to shut down today because um, u.s is shut down paris keep going the life keeps going in paris no matter what happens in u.s or Italy is gonna shut down. Italy was the busiest place. There's so much tourism going on. People eating food outside cafes. I mean, how can everything shut down simultaneously? It's not possible in my mind. It was not possible in my mind, growing up in this environment and watching this movie for X amount of years I would figure that this movie would continue on. But to my surprise, it began and I think it was March 17, when U.S. Um, locked down. And after that, one by one, every country was locked down. First country was um, Italy. But even before that, it was China. China locked down first. China was the first country. Wuhan, China, locked down first. And then Italy followed. And they locked down their country and border. And then U.S. locked down. And then the rest of the world locked down. And we were at a moment of standing still. We were standing still we couldn't move around to get groceries and eat but we were standing as a world we were standing still after that after a couple months of observation and watching news and things um, being a chaos and hospitals being opening and numbers are going up for the COVID-19 and people trying to contain the disease it was just very chaotic for people and then people were dying. People were dying left and right. It was almost like someone concluded life all at once, all at the same time. And people who were going to leave the world were just dying for no reason. They were dying from COVID-19, they were dying from accidents, they were just dying. and then this whole black cloud was going to go away slowly by slowly little by little where people begin to see the light and they begin the people who are alive the people who made it begin to see the light and they will come out of their homes and slowly the lockdown will take place did take place and people start to have a new opening and it seems like they were living A brand new life and they were just coming out of their homes and it was going to be a new opening but the chaos and confusion didn't stop there as soon as people begin to live a normal life and they came out these incidents took place where George Floyd was uh, killed by the police and it just triggers something so strong in people, such strong hatred and such strong passion and people and resentment in people that people got out of their homes and by the thousands they began protesting. This is after the world standing still for a long time and people dying. All of them came out at the same time protesting and you could see the streets being filled with people, all kinds of people carrying the flags and protesting signs of I can't breathe for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And this movement became so big over a weekend, within a week, that the whole world began to follow it. It's amazing. And then protests took place in every state in America. And then protests began to take place in other countries. And it began over here. So the conflict began over here, just like you know, the virus began in Wuhan, China. The conflict began over here, about racism and about police brutality. And it was like a war between police and common people. Nobody was backing out. Police cars were being burned for the first time in history. In in front of me, at least. And buildings were being burned and they were looting. I've already been, you know, over this subject in my other speeches, but... It was the chaos that you have never seen in life, you know, and police was moving forward and people were being pushed and then people were throwing things and police was being attacked and one-on-one fights between police and people and people were trying to prove a point that there is brutality amongst the police and then police was trying to prove the point that we are the authority so and then the president ordered the army and military national guards to be deployed in all places in all states immediately and then the national guard the people who fight a war a real war they're loaded they're they have guns they have um, their trucks and they are told to just stand there i mean this is the This is the army and the military and National Guard who are actually prepared to fight a war were deployed in every state where there was violence. And just them being there made the people stop. There was curfew. I've never seen curfew in my state in California. There was curfew on the streets from... 6 to 10, from 10 to 6 a.m., 6 to 6 a.m., there was curfew. There was all kinds of curfews going on in our city. So the point is that army was deployed. So the military was deployed. And because of that, people stopped. And because of the curfew, people stopped. Because of the law, people stopped. And... The issues in society didn't get any better, they became worse, but people had to go back home and stay home because there was a fine for $1,000 and 90 day jail to break the law. So I, I guess people are scared of these things, they're not afraid of each other, they're not afraid of getting hurt, but they're afraid of paying the fine and going to jail. So people stopped. And then there was... Uh, peaceful protest going on that's what they were told that they have to be peacefully protest so they begin protesting peacefully becoming undone so the the society became undone all the issues and all the things that people were holding back in society begin to come to the surface so as i'm standing still here because i'm i can't do anything i can't I can't work, I can't go outside, and I can't do anything. I'm paralyzed. I'm standing still, watching all of this. As society is becoming undone, all the issues that we have are coming undone. And nobody's patient, nobody's willing to wait. People are fighting for it right now. They want the justice right now, they want the police reform right now, they want justice. And the government has to make decisions to adjust to that. So everything is coming undone. Federal government in front of people is losing its image. They have to create actions that support the people. They can't just move on and move forward with the country. They have to address the government. They have to address the people. They have to tell the people how things are going to be. And people are at the same time are not listening, but there are rules being made and things are becoming undone. Old issues that were buried for a long time, uh, as people being questioned, people in the higher positions being questioned, uh, the money laundering that they did, the laws that they broke many years ago, 10 years ago, were coming undone all over again. And movie stars, you know, who paid for their kids' knowledge, for their kids' education, were being sent to jail. One of the biggest director, you know, is in jail already for um, abusing his rights and Um, abusing the woman and sexually molesting them and, uh, you know, all these kind of things. Uh, Hollywood came undone. There's no production going on right now, you know. So, the world is still coming undone. Everything is still coming undone. And everything that you look at, everything that you look at becomes undone. What is it that we are supposed to do as people people who are used to of living a certain life they were so used to of this picture this scenery that was taking place you know beautiful places and clothes and things and travel and food they became so used to of this movie that when the movie stopped it's really hard to cope with the true reality We are here, we live on a planet, planet Earth, and we have all kinds of people here, and there's all kinds of issues, there's diseases, there's problems, and what do we do with it? How do we solve these issues? How do we solve these problems? Because the fantasy is over, and things are becoming undone. How do we do it? We cannot move forward without addressing the questions. We cannot move forward without solving the problems. As if the problem is standing in front of us. And we must resolve the problem before we move forward or before we could have a peaceful life. So people really didn't take any interest in living a peaceful life. They, As soon as they came out of their homes, they took interest in living these issues. It will be a long time before we can have peace, before we can have uh, the life that we used to have, the normalcy in our life where things are normal and you could go outside and not have to worry about someone pushing your limits or catching a virus. You know, you could peacefully walk outside and live your life. Some people are actually living it and they're taking, uh, they're stealing the moments. They're going into the forest and they're doing their thing, uh, running away from the craziness of the city. But me as an individual, I have to ask this question what is going on in our society? And why now? Why not before? And how long is it going to last? And are people actually going to resolve their issues or they're just going to die for their issues? They're going to fight and die for their issues. So they call it revolution, but it's not revolution. It's really things becoming undone. In my imagination, that's what it seems like, that everything is becoming undone. The whole justice system is going to be undone. The whole police department is being undone. Hollywood was probably one of the first places to be, become undone where the corrupt people are caught after X amount of years. So many years go, went by and we watch all those movies directed by this guy who's in jail right now, you know. So I don't want to mention any names because it's not about that subject. But... Hollywood was becoming undone. A lot of things were becoming undone. There was a beginning of this whole incident. So as things become undone, I become more and more focused about life becoming undone. So all the things that we used to do, all the things that we did, we are able to see what that thing was made of, how out of control that thing can be, What the potential of it, what the potential of any situation is. How it can become undone and we can see where the issues are in that thing. For example, wealth distribution. We can see it coming undone. How certain people had all the wealth and now people are actually struggling. And you can see their struggle that other people have to help them. The government has to help the people because they really cannot go on and pay their rent and pay their bills and pay for food and actually survive as a community. So that whole system is becoming undone. The wealth distribution has to be equal somehow, but it's still not equal. It's still not there yet because some people are getting bigger loans and they have bigger companies than some other people who are getting 200 and and $1,000. So the whole wealth system is also going to become undone and is going to be redistributed. But big companies are suffering and small companies are suffering. So the suffering is the common denominator in both. But becoming undone is the fact that their position was, one was higher than the other. And the question is, how is it that you adjust yourself being in a lower position? And you look at the higher position people and you say, this is impossible for me. And they somehow made it, but I I can only do it on a small scale. So that mentality is also becoming undone where people will begin to see, I can do this too. Why should they have the privilege and not me? You know, so that's becoming undone. And social structure is becoming undone. The way things were socially structured that some people are going to live in these neighborhoods, they're superior to you and they're going to shop in these places and they have the money to do so and you're going to live in these neighborhoods and you're going to be deprived of things. That is becoming undone. Social injustice is becoming undone where, socially, some things are accepted uh, by law. Some things are accepted that you can torture a person when you're arresting them. That's not acceptable in humanity. That's not acceptable by people. You should not, you must not, you must respect the person that you're arresting and you must treat them gently. You, You must not arrest them and kill them on the spot. So all these things are becoming undone where the whole system has to be revised. The whole system is going to be revised. It's impossible that the system will continue the way it used to continue. So that's been undone. What else is going to be undone? What if it comes to the universal level, where our universe is undone? I mean, the thing that the scientists have been waiting for, something that I've been waiting for, to figure out what is happening. Why are we here? You know, as an intelligent human being, you ask that question. I mean, you have a choice to live a busy life. Most people busy themselves and forget about their problems or forget about life. But you walk around in the planet where if there was no gravity, you won't be walking around. So how long are we going to have gravity? When are we going to lose gravity? When are we going to lose the water in our planet or oxygen in our planet so we won't be able to survive? I mean, somehow this, uh, this system is working for us. There are mechanical things in life that are operating on their own because we don't give any credit to God here. I give credit to God. I give all credit to God that God created this earth god created all these systems and it's in the hand of god to continue the system or to destroy this system and it's in the hand of earth to blow up or to remain intact you know there's a system in it there's a system inside it there's a dna inside of us that determines what we're going to be there is a dna inside of uh, any chemical that's determining is a structure of what the structure is going to be. Whether that land is going to become dry and then crack or it's going to remain wet and it's going to grow things. That's a language. Within the soil, there's language. Within the earth, there's language. Within the earth, there is programming. Where the oxygen is going to be, how rich the oxygen is going to be, how uh, what the water is going to be, how the planet is going to sustain itself, basically. We do not have authority over that. The earth has the authority over us. The earth will decide whether there is gravity or not, whether there is oxygen or not, whether the sun is closer to us or further from us. The earth is going to decide. The universe is going to decide. There are some decisions that the universe will make that the mankind does not have in their hand. What the scientists do is they try to figure out what something is. They try to answer this question to the best of their knowledge that this is what it is. But they don't create that thing. They can combine things They can test things, but they can't create the universe. The universe was created by God. The universe was created, and it has its function, and it probably has its life, just like we have a lifespan, and we are limited to that life, and one day we're going to pass on, and we're going to die. We're growing old. We have no power over that. We grow old. So, how is this thing going to be undone? How are we going to undone the universe when we haven't really created the universe? For some reason, it's going to be uh, laid out in front of us so we can see how it's becoming undone. Or the the big puzzle is going to be solved so we can see... This was the life that we were living and we were given this opportunity to live this life on this planet and things were normal for X amount of years for us and now they are no longer normal. So, this is not in our hands. We, we have a choice to destroy our air and land and cause um, pollution. We have a choice to destroy it, but we don't really have control over its functioning, if you know what I mean. So, not to go too much into details with that, but to see that even that can become undone. And we stand still as things become undone. Undoing life means that... Every single thing that you used to know that used to function on its own and and seem normal to you will begin to show its true colors and what it's made of. And you will witness in this 21st century where you were standing, what your circumstances were, how things were structured and how they should be structured. And if the restructuring took place, you will see how the new plan comes together, how the new structure in our society comes together, how the new structure and wealth distribution comes together, how the new relationships between countries are formed, and how the behavior of certain people is unacceptable, and how the new way of creating new relations and new behavior is going to form this is probably going to be in the hands of our new generation because we will struggle and die trying to resolve this issue and we probably will witness it as we are older in our older days where we would see this is how this thing became undone and now the new generation is living forward and um, the, fru- the fruit has been you know, created from that chaos. And the new generation is basically going to enjoy the fruit. They're going to enjoy the new level of peace. They're going to enjoy the new level of uh, equal rights and equal opportunities. The question, the biggest question that arises from listening to all of this is was that plan was that already planned for our generation was it planned that we will go through this struggle and we will uh, undo things or we will reconstruct them or was it just a random thing that happened to us or was it the time that was decided in the universe that in this time When things come to 2020, everything is going to become undone and be redone again. So I'm still trying to answer this question. How about you? I'm still waiting for that undoing. And I will continue to examine that and I will continue to talk about it. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about the undoing of life even further as I witness the undoing of life. And I think the undoing of life is not going to be a simple resolution as to whether we should have equal rights or not. I think undoing of life is something bigger, something that no one in our entire generation has ever seen. And just to give you a hint, it has something to do with God appearing as the authority again, reminding the people that I am the God who created the universe. So in our next subject, on our next chapter, that's what I'm going to discuss, how the appearance of God will be revealed to people all over again. And the, the power and the authority will be displaced and placed in the right position. Because this is the mystery, the reason why people don't believe it, because it's a mystery. Even in the time of other prophets, um, there was a question, why does God not reveal himself or herself or itself? So. Revelation. Revelation is the next subject that I'm going to discuss. And it will be based on much, much more research through different religions. And I have been doing my homework on that. But it's a different subject, so I don't want to combine this subject with the undoing of life. But undoing of life is an amazing um, thing to witness. And you can learn a lot from it. You can observe it and you can, I would, I would recommend to people just to remain sane, uh, not to lose their mind and not to have psychological impacts on themselves, is to really see it for what it is, see it for what it is and look at it as something that was waiting for a long time and now you're finally seeing how it's becoming undone and how you're seeing the result of it. So it's a mystery being solved in a way. And see it for what it is. Observe it. So your observation is important. Observe things and see them for what they are. And find your place in that. Are you just an observer? You have a role to play or part to play? And not to exceed your limits. Not to move forward and get too involved in things. But to be assertive to step back be assertive and watch and if you connect then connect with the positive way in a positive direction so and if you're expressing something make sure your expression is clear loud and clear and without violence because you have to stand very clear in this chaos You have to know your position very well in this chaos. Otherwise, you'll be wrapped up in the flow of negativity. And you don't want to be wrapped up in the flow of negativity. You want to really clarify your position. And if you're a peaceful warrior, if you represent peace, then you clarify your position and you stand in that position. And not to jump into any ideas or anything or any... Changes that are taking place outside in your environment because you will become a part of it and your cause will uh, not really flow, it will be destroyed. So, it's this is the time to step back, step back and observe and not be emotional, not contain your emotions. To have control over your emotions is to have power over this whole thing because if you become emotional if your emotions are obvious and they're being controlled by the system or by people or by the situation, you will be wrapped up in the problem. It's like a grinder that's like pulling things in and you will be grinded. So step back, say step back and don't move forward. Don't move too much forward in life at this time. This is the time to stand still. And I'll tell you the reasons why you must stand still. Because things will impact you without your permission of them. You can be hurt. You can be um, grinded by this cause that's taking place. You You could be affected by the change that's taking place. So stand still. I will discuss furthermore about this subject of standing still and uh, the revelation of God in my next episode until then uh, be safe take care of yourself and take care of your environment and be mindful of all your causes and all your reasons God bless you